Grace and peace to you, my friends, from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Faith is described in the letters of Timothy as a struggle or a fight that rages both in and outside of us, all around us. And yet, as we heard in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus tells us that faith makes us well. And we also know that faith is a gift, not something that we can achieve or find or obtain on our own, but rather it is bestowed upon us through hearing the good news, this gospel of Jesus Christ. So faith is a struggle for our ears that is fought with words from God so that it matters how you hear God speaking. So I ask you, how did you hear that first sentence from 2 Timothy that we read? Remember Jesus Christ raised from the dead. Often the first thing that we hear in any sort of scripture is the demand, the command, something for us to do or to follow. In this case, it's the remember. It sticks out there like a sore thumb. Now, remembering doesn't sound like too much, does it? It's not too much to ask. But you know it's often the small things that cause the big trouble. And so it's just one thing, remember. But I was reminded multiple times this week that it is all too easy to forget that one little thing that you swore to remember. What do you mean I was supposed to pick up the kids? I'm at the store now, and I'm sure you asked me to get something. Do you remember what it was? Now, I don't think this is an age or a brain problem. It's just that, well, there's too many things to remember. There's about a thousand small, tiny, just one things to remember every day. And so it's all too easy to get overrun with the small things. All too easy to forget what we swore we would remember. But that's really only the result of our real problem. For when we translate all of God's words into commands that we are supposed to follow, it doesn't matter how much is commanded or how little. Because the struggle of faith then becomes all about whether or not you're doing the little things or how hard you are fighting to believe, and then you are left with nothing but constantly measuring yourself, your good and your bad, hoping that in the balance you find a favor. This week I also got to teach the second and third commandments to our eighth grade confirmation students. So I want to be absolutely clear, God does give commands. We call them law, commands or commandments. But they're not given because faith can be earned through them or obtained by doing them. This is the hardest thing to teach sinners, eighth graders or not, that the commands of the law aren't given to make you righteous, but the commands are given to make space, to make a place to hear God's other word of promise, that is to keep 
the promise safe for us to hear. It is to keep us attentive to hearing God's gracious word in Jesus Christ. So maybe that's how you hear it. Not with the emphasis on the beginning of remember, but with the emphasis in the middle, like remember Jesus Christ raised from the dead. It seems odd to me that Christians would have to be reminded of the name of Jesus Christ. After all, we are baptized, chosen, given a promise of forgiveness of sin. We're handed eternal salvation by our Lord and Savior. And yet, we forget constantly. We're always turning to a different subject, looking for something else. And so we have to be told again and again to remember Jesus Christ. This doesn't seem like news that needs to be repeated, but it does because again and again it is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ that is the most difficult thing to hold on to. There are plenty of things that people choose to remember about Jesus. Some remember him as a good teacher, you know, always giving the moral of the story, instructing us into better character in the ways of love and kindness. Still others favor him as some sort of change agent, some kind of a rebel who is always confronting the powers of the world and overturning injustices by starting a grassroots movement down there by the Sea of Galilee among the oppressed and the poor, helping to overturn the world, topple its order. And even others prefer to remember him as a talented healer, you know, like with the lepers. Maybe a friend of the lowly or a misunderstood prophet that nobody has quite gotten right. There are new perspectives trying to explain Jesus every year, trying to make him useful to solve the problems of the world today. But the one thing about Jesus that is entirely, wholly unuseful is exactly what we are commanded to remember. Really, anything other than Jesus' death and resurrection is acceptable to the world. But faith in Christ is rooted, founded, anchored, sprouting from this cross and the empty tomb. It is from these that spring not more demands upon the world, but an ear for what God has done in the world. Not demands, but promises of forgiveness, peace with God, and new life. So perhaps you're able to hear it as, remember Jesus Christ raised from the dead, and begin to hear it as more than just some sort of adjective describing Jesus' name. For it is not simply information for you to know But it is the gift of an entire new existence, a whole new creation. It's a gift that claims us for life in the resurrection, a life beyond our ability to beat death, beyond the limits of our knowledge, and bestows on us this life after death, this resurrected life that comes to us in Jesus Christ. It's not going to be easy, however, 
For Jesus Christ and the kingdom that comes to us through his gospel are completely incompatible with this old dying world. An unearned gift that cannot be bought or sold, that comes invisibly to the undeserving sinners and gives eternal life in a world that is dying. A world that tells you, you have to earn your way until death. The gift comes and says, eternal life is given to you right now, for Christ is raised from the dead. This, by its very nature, is going to cause conflict in the world. Struggle, or as we might say, fighting the good fight of faith. That is, God is giving us a strange word, not commands or laws, but a word from the outside the limits of this world. What could be weaker than simply a word of promise? But it is this word, remember Jesus Christ raised from the dead, that gives believers an endurance through all the fighting, through all the struggle, through all the turmoil that will come our way, through all the hardships that are certain to press in upon us as we cling to the resurrected Christ. So that it's not even the chains of this world, whether being imprisoned for our misbehavior or wrapped up by the accusing voice of sin, When this word of promise enters upon our lives, we open up with a freedom and hope that was never imagined before, that allows us to act weird in the world, to actually lose ourselves because we trust our lives are fully held by God. We endure personal troubles. We endure one another's troubles. We don't just go sit around and say, well, we hope it's going to be better. But we enter into the other person's pain and trouble in order to bring simply that word of hope we have been given. Christ is raised from the dead for you, giving hope and freedom to endure the pains and troubles, the struggle and fight of this world. Remember, Christ is raised from the dead And it's a promise that gives faith wherever, whenever, and however that word comes to us. Do you know how hard it is to fight against a promise from God? I don't want it. Okay. But it keeps coming after us. It keeps on going. It's not, I'm not worthy of it. Okay. But I've promised. The word of God in this way, is not chained. It's an unchained word. It has no limits. It will not stop. It keeps coming after you, disrespecting any line or boundary that you would draw to stop it. It ignores your sin and comes right into your ears and into your heart. Furthermore, it is not satisfied with some of you, a little bit of you, But it is reminding you that whatever you have, you have been given by Christ. So that you could give all of it away, including the promise. For look what Jesus does with the lepers. One turns in faith and so is made well. And he asks, where are the other nine? 
I need them too. So we reach with this word beyond our own limits. God seeking to bestow salvation on all, wherever they might be. Sending you and I with this word of hope into a hopeless word, world. A word of life in the midst of death. Remember Jesus Christ raised from the dead. He died for your sin and is raised for your justification. Listen to God as he fights the good fight of faith for you. Silencing all the other arguments and squabbles, all the other uh, quarrels and wrangling over words that seem to bring us to ruin so that they would all finally be quiet in order that you would hear nothing but his promise for you. We have died with him. We also live with him. So remember Jesus Christ raised from the dead for you. Amen.